This is the Central Coast's anti-social network. If you're on the planet, you know ABBA, you know. I'm going to debunk that theory. I don't know any ABBA. I mean, I know Dancing no, no, Queen. You're Jeff. You, you, I know Dancing Queen. You're the contrarian. Queen. You constantly fight no. everything. You're tiring, Jeff. I'm you want to get tired you. and get annoyed, so you're tiring and annoying. Shut the hell up. Wow, anyway. that was quick. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were such a big Abba. No, it's not even that. I won't speak badly. It just happened to be Abba. If I told you crap doesn't taste good, you're going to go and give me research that it does. And (laughs) here we are. Apparently, you do think crap tastes good because you like Abba so much. See, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Central Coast's anti-social network. You're tiring and annoying. Shut the hell up. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. KZOZ FM, San Luis Obispo. Rocks. sitting there with my wife last night and she's we bought some stuff for the house on amazon i have a friend that's just crazy amazon guy and i mean he buys couches he buys beds i mean just stuff you wouldn't think to buy on amazon right and so we we made it we made kind of a big purchase and now she's like i guess she got the buyer's remorse is your wife like this at all or is that you more of the buyer's remorse person like anytime we make a halfway decent purchase or like if she gets a new car or whatever it's like oh my god for a week i have to listen to this and then finally it goes away and she's fine with it but it's getting to be a bit annoying because it's like all right you you know what? Just make a decision and stick with it. Why do you always have to second guess yourself um, about this? And then I was seeing something this morning that three out of four people have buyer's remorse when they buy stuff online. I believe that. And I guess the only thing that I ever think about is... I think is, I do it too. Is I bought stuff online and you think it's going to be great. Like, remember I was going to go satellite cable free and I bought one of these antennas that's supposed to pick up your local TV stations. And online it looked massive. And it was this big thing, and it, it didn't it, it didn't go on the window. It was you know you plugged it in, you stuck it behind the TV, yeah. and I get the thing, and it was about three inches tall, and it picked up one station, and it was garbage. Yeah. And you know what? It's still I've, sitting here. I've we got to send a, it back. I I bought a couple of those, <laughs> but it happens. Yeah, but I mean, you just kind of know. I mean, you know, it's not like we just started doing this. It's like. It's going to happen. Like you'll buy things, and they're not quite what you expected because the picture, did, you know, kind of sold you something else. And you can always send it back. That's the nice thing, you know. The problem is, is you try to go to a store to find stuff anymore, and it's pointless. You know, it's like it's like you go to a store. You're like, okay, I'm going to go to the store and go pick this up, and they're like, I'm oh, sorry, we don't have that. And I said, do you know a place that would? You know what they tell me? At stores. Amazon. At, at stores, yep. yes. At stores, they're saying, well, oh, you probably pick one up on Amazon. I'm like, dude, why did I even bother coming here in the first place? Yeah, here I am living in a Rio Grande, and I'm driving to all the way slow first, then Paso, and then I'm all the way down to Santa Maria, and I'm back home, and now I've wasted at least mm-hmm. three hours of my day, a ton of money on gas, at my time. And I'm like, I could have just went to Amazon. and would have been here day after tomorrow. Yeah. It's insanity. I remember the day that I went to get some waders. You put waders on to stand in the river and fish so you don't get wet, Jeff. And um, I went into Slow, and I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. And they had a couple, but they were pretty chintzy. And I was like, nah. So then I went to the other outdoor store here. 
And uh, they didn't have any. They'd have to special order them. So I said, screw it. I got in my car and I drove to San Jose. I think I told you this because I was going on a trip. But uh, That must have been back when gas prices were a lot different. <laughs> yeah, they were cheaper. <laughs> 93.3 KCOC. This is good news for all the people that have been hating on me for years, telling me I need to calm down. They say, you know, cussing and getting all worked up and uh, letting one rip, as they call it, is uh, is actually really good for you. It uh, helps you by distracting us and making us uh, less uptight by just firing and getting it off. I don't believe that. I saw a guy the other night um, <laughs> say twice, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. He didn't seem like he was very calm. No, but it was good to get that off his chest rather than holding that inside of him, letting it tear him apart. Uh, it's funny a, that he chooses he chooses to get that off his chest, but the fact that when he, his wife invites him onto her podcast and says, yeah, you know, it was very therapeutic for me to sleep with another man, and he just had to sit there and take it. Um, that, was, uh, that, that was not very therapeutic, I, I imagine. He didn't get anything off his chest that day. According to Dr. Richard Steffens, he's a senior lecturer in psychology at Keele University, wherever that is. He says, uh, in tests where we had people who swore on the reg, uh, put their hand in a bucket of ice with cold water in it, the uh, people that were the swearers could stand the agony for 40 seconds longer than the people that did not swear. They were not people that swore. So the study concludes like this. If words are the most powerful drug used by mankind, then physical therapy profession should embrace swearing to change the way our patients think, feel, and perform. The team now aims to see if fruity language helps ease pain during psychotherapy. The researchers... Writing in archives. Fruity? Of, oh, whatever. Fruity language? Patients should not swear at therapists, though. <laughs> well, at least they have a sense of humor. So there you go. Once again, another good study for us that like to... I like talking about things that people hate on, like caffeine, drinking alcohol, and swearing. I've noticed that. I've noticed whenever the wine one comes up or the uh, caffeine one or the co- coffee one comes up now... Um, you got my motives. You got up. my motives. Yeah, I, 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 I see. I see. I see your spin there, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. Ninety-three point three KCOC rocks. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. How pathetic can some people be? Every crowd, there's always a percentage of you out there that had it really good growing up, right? Parents bought you everything, spoiled you. Rich kids, you know who you are. <laughs> I'll find you because I didn't have it like that, but I had the you know friends that did. When I went to school, I just wanted to fit in with my rich little friends. And I would fit in most of the days of the school year. But then that one day would come every year that reminded me I was the poor kid. Picture day. (laughs) Remember picture day? Because you knew who the rich kids were, right? (laughs) Right up at the front of the line. (laughs) Packet A. (laughs) Yeah, see, some of you know what packet A is. (laughs) <laughs> 15, 10 by 12s, <laughs> 32, 5 by 7s, 6 friggin' posters. <laughs> I was way back at the end of the line, not even standing in the school anymore. It was packet Q. And it was one picture. And it was a Polaroid <laughs> of the rich kid. <laughs> 
Dumbass of the Day. 93.3 KCOC. I'll let you uh, decipher this from the news report. Um, this happened in Indiana. Give this a listen. Idea at the time, hold school picture day on St. Patrick's Day, and it was funny, just not the way anybody expected. These are photos of the kids at Sugar Grove <laughs> Elementary in Indiana. The problem, the pictures were shot with a green screen background, like they use for special effects in movies, or like Dallas and Dan used for the weather. Oh, man. And because of the St. Patrick's Day, a lot of the kids were wearing green, so this is how the pictures turned out. Whatever was in the background ended up on the kids. So... I guess what Jostens does, and I just default to Jostens because that was the picture company that came around and yeah. raked it in whenever it was picture day. Um, what they do now to jump into the, what is it, the 23rd century? To jump into the, is it is this the 23rd century that we're in now? Or no, this is the 21st century that we're in still. Yeah, I think yes. you, you no, jump into, jump, jump into the 21st century. And um, what they do is they give you an option. They say, okay, you can sit down here and you can pick whatever background you want after the pictures have been taken because we're using a green screen like they do on the weather map or something like that. But what oh, you would not just the shades, the, the blinds that were at an angle with the blue light no. or the red light on them. <laughs> we always had some kind of weird cloud background. Oh, yeah, we always like, had the shades. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Yeah. It was like a black backdrop with these shades, and they would shine these uh, lights up on them. It's kind of fancy. Okay. Think about it. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the, no, now you can be in a field. You can be uh, by a barn. You could be um, uh, by a fence. Uh, all that, all those things. You know, you're standing in front of these things typically. But <laughs> in these pictures that were coming out, it just looked like floating heads of these kids because they took the pictures on St. Patrick's Day and every kid wore green to school on St. Patrick's Day. Should have thought that out. The photographer, does he not know when he's taking these pictures? Because you know, Jeremy, like when you're going to be on TV, what's the one thing you don't wear? Yeah, it's not green. But I mean, you know, you and I went through a a program where we used a green screen at school. But I would think that the photographer would have gone to the same program and said, "Hey, yes. maybe your suspect, your your suspects, your subjects should not be wearing green when taking these pictures." Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, he should know what is the process and what is going to happen, and the fact that he didn't and he still took all these pictures. I agree that that makes him a dumbass. So what you see, like a lot of the kids are wearing blue jeans. So you see their blue jeans. They're sitting there on some kind of cube in blue jeans. And then all of a sudden, there's a field uh, from their belly to their to their neck. And then at their neck, they're floating heads out in the middle of the field. <laughs> Which as a kid, I think would be pretty cool. Hey, my head's floating. <laughs> the parents are going to be devastated. Oh, what's grandma going to What are we going to do with grandma? She's going to be so disappointed. I knew we shouldn't have got the green screen option. Jeez, I told you. Samantha? Well, hopefully they'll get their money back so they can take their kids somewhere else to get their pictures taken right so funny That's such a what seemed like such a great idea just ends up being <laughs> and, and like the photographer dude i mean you have to know that's your job yeah okay exactly. you're like you have to say listen we can't take these pictures today you have to reschedule you have to do something you can't you can't say okay um yeah well hopefully they'll turn out because you know they're not going to turn out 
Yeah, like how are you going to fix that? Like, oh, maybe we can do it in post-production, meaning we'll we just paint <laughs> these kids' shirts scribble. a different color. I don't know, or put a tiger on? <laughs> but yeah, maybe maybe we'll just scribble a, a shirt on the kids but in the, in the post-prod. That no. Congratulations to the photographer for Jostens or whatever the company was. You are Jeff and Jeremy's Dumbass of the Day. <laughs> it's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. I saw in the news the other day that everybody's returning to work. This must be in like major cities or something because I'm like, well, we've been working the whole time and most everybody I know has gone back to work months and months ago, but apparently in New York City and LA and, you know, all these big metropolitan cities, a lot of people are the returning. communist enclaves of the uh, United yeah. States of America, they're, they're those ones back to work. And, uh, um, no. I was, I saw a story the other day that said the Hearst Castle is going to reopen on yes, May 11th. It is. Yeah, we're excited so, about that. Oh, you are. Yeah, uh, I didn't know. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for it for for many reasons. Okay, um, one for like my son has never had an opportunity to go to the Hearst Castle. My daughter, the first swimming pool she swam in was the um, right. the the pool at the Hearst Castle. So it's like, okay, that's a tale of two that's siblings. Pretty badass, right there. by the way. William Randolph Hearst. Yeah, I swam in it. That first pool I ever swam in. So once you top that. Yeah. yeah, back off with your judgment. What you, was that deal? Like you guys knew somebody that was like a uh, like helped clean the castle or something like that, and they have a like, caddy day at the no, at the no. castle. Uh, we had somebody who listened to us, who was in charge of all the volunteers, and they reward the volunteers that uh, caddy day. That, that, That's caddy day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they, they let him swim in the pool, and they extended that offer to you and I, and a few other people at mm-hmm. the radio station too. Which uh, was awesome. And so it was like, hey, there we go. So cool. Now I'm getting a perk. It was so cool. I remember that night. It was like one of those weird late summer nights where uh, we'll get like a muggy weather system come up from Mexico. So it felt like we were in a different place altogether. It was, it was actually really nice because, as you know, if you're out there on the coast, it can get quite cold, especially in the evening. Oh, yeah. And I don't think they they heat that pool, do they? I no, mean, it's, it's, it's all there. fed from groundwater. From a yeah. spring, if I remember. Well, since that happened, I think we were the last people to swim in that pool because they uh-huh. did construction on it, remember, because it was leaking water. So they fixed it. And then, of course, COVID happened. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's pretty rare. And as a matter of fact, if you're on the tour and you jump in that pool, they'll arrest your ass. So yeah. don't do that. <laughs> don't say, we, well, Jeff and Jeremy got to swim in it. How yes. come I don't get to swim in it? We actually volunteer, were asking this man, as a... Volunteer. As a poll question over the weekend before uh, the whole uh, Taylor Hawkins stuff came down, um, and we were asking people if they're excited that Hearst Castle was reopening. Okay, fifty um, percent said yes that they miss it and that all the tourist revenue that it creates. I think we're really lucky here. I, to me, that's the only major thing that closed. That means, right? That means fifty percent said either no. It's been nice having less tourists around or um, really does not affect me all that much because that was an option on that one as well. Yeah. I guess really if you unless you live in Cambria, it doesn't affect you all that much. I mean, people are still going to come to the other areas, right? It's so funny because living here, it's like I only do this stuff when people from out of town come. But it's so fun when people come out of town because then I get to do the tourist stuff too. And it's yeah. fun and it's awesome living somewhere where you can do all these really cool things when people come from out of town and impress them and like cool stuff like going to the Hearst Castle. 
one example, seeing the elephant seals. Like most people have never seen an elephant seal. Well, hell, we'll go see them first or we'll go see them afterwards. Uh, you just, you know, going to Morro Bay and having something to eat and going out fishing. I mean, there's just so many things that are cool to do living here that you wouldn't really get to do other places when people come to town. So farmer's market, when that got canceled, that sucked. Uh, this is number two to me. And I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Cause for the most part, we're pretty lucky and everything stayed open. Except for they would close some national parks here and there, there, here and there yeah. for a little bit. You know, what pisses yeah. me off more is the fire restrictions they have on propane fire pits at Lake Lopez. Hey, man. And we're getting back into that yeah. season. I mean, it's Can't a barbecue. It's a barbecue. It, it, it doesn't burn anything but gas. Oh, but somebody might throw garbage in there and it'll catch it on fire. Well, then. Well, and think, think of all the, uh, all the, all the, uh, you know, emissions that it creates too, Jeremy. I mean, come on, we've got to be a green state. I mean, so, so sorry, we're getting off on a the brown here. state. Is it, isn't it funny it how there. the brown, how the brown state is a green state? <laughs> isn't it funny? Isn't that weird. If uh, you, Jeff put a great video up, by the way, about California and the problems that it has right now. And I think you could watch it and you may disagree with some of it, but you can't disagree with the fact that we have more, um, <laughs> more laws, more regulatory, type uh, commissions that uh, put rules on California, yet we have the dirtiest cities in the nation. Yeah, the worst Dirtier than New York. Dirtier than the biggest city in in the world, uh, or not the world, in the U.S. Uh, But, yeah, and that's right here. And you know what number two and three is outside of uh, Los Angeles? Fresno, Mm -hmm. Bakersfield. Are you kidding me? And we drive over there. We're like, what the hell's going on over here? Anyways. Tangent over. What are you glad to see reopen? If it's the Hearst Castle, text it in. 805-543-3693. Those are the 805 beer lines. Uh, let us know. My favorite question is whenever people come here from out of town, they're like, how many times do you go to the Hearst Castle? <laughs> like, uh, twice since I've lived here. <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Listen online at KZOZ.com. Earlier when we were talking about my daughter's propensity to uh, enjoy sandwiches sands the crust. Yeah, you seem to get a little excited. Like you're you're like kind of like you know a, a non crust guy. Excited? Yeah, like like you you were you were like your your afternoon PB and J. Is that with crust or without? Oh, I've always I've never cut the crust off my sandwich. Okay. I've never thought about it. But you know what? I've had sandwiches without crust on it before. And they're pretty good. Now, PP&J to me needs crust because it needs to hold in the What's, liquidiness of the jam or the peanut butter. What's PP&J? Because that sounds... PP&J. Oh, I thought you PP&J. said... PP&J. I thought you said PP, PP and I, that, that sounds disgusting. Let me get another cup of coffee over you're gonna, here. You're going to you're gonna need a lot of crust for that. PB&J, yeah, peanut butter and jelly. Uh, I think that sandwich needs the crust, you know, because the jelly can squish out if you get too much on there, and it's a mess. Uh, but like a meat sandwich, a ham, a turkey, uh, whatever, or a cucumber sandwich. Have you ever had a cucumber sandwich? Is it Is cream cheese? That just cucumbers on bread? With, with cream cheese and then a little, uh, I like to do everything, uh, bagel seasoning, but you could do garlic. Oh, sauce, okay. That could be good. Pepper. Oh, yeah, I can see that being good. Yeah. It's not bad. I think it's, I think it's British, but, um, when they have their tea sandwiches, you would cut the crusts off of that. Yes, you cut the crust off of those. So th- I think I think those kind of sandwiches are good. Bologna sandwich, cut the crust off. Mm. It's amazing. It's amazing. Gosh, you just you, don't like, you, don't you like really cover all ends of the spectrum because you went st- 
straight highfalutin as as can be with cucumber sandwich, like you know, like like English tea party type stuff. And then right. you went to Nebraska Trailer Park with Bologna. Hey, I don't judge. I like to eat, and uh, um, I like to eat it all. Mike writes in from Santa Maria, and he says, uh, I think the bigger question you guys are missing out on here is, do you eat the heels of the loaf? Jeremy, do you eat the heels of the loaf? I do. I do. Only as toast, though. Or if I'm very desperate and I want a sandwich. You know what normally I find we always really have enough bread for? in the house. It's really good for a hamburger bun in a pinch. Oh, sure, yeah. That's the best like alternative to a hamburger bun. Like, say you are making four burgers for your family of four, and there's only three hamburger buns left. This happened to me the other night. That's why I'm referencing it. I do go to the loaf of bread, and I grab the the heels, and I'll make mine on the on the heels, because that's fine. Everybody else is going to bitch about it, but I'm not going to. I, I can go on a pinch and make that happen. Yeah. Um, I like to make a garlic toast out of it. I love garlic bread. So we got that seasoning at the store. I, I don't know if it's by Johnny's or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? It's got a green label and lid. And you just butter it up. You sprinkle that stuff on there. You throw it in the toaster. Money. Tire Guy Jeff says that he heard you say PP&J, too. Yeah, I probably said PP&J, even though my brain wanted to say PB&J. <laughs> Let's just be clear. You are not eating any peanut, you, peanut butter and pea sandwiches, okay? You, you, it, it is very obvious that you like every kind of sandwich if you're eating the PP&J. <laughs> Coming up, we're going to give away some tickets to see Don Filder. That'll be next. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Mind Funk right now. We're giving away tickets to see Don Felder at the Fremont, 805-543-3693. Buy tickets at KZOZ.com. 69% of Americans say it's okay to steal this. How about the Germans? What was their number? 20. They're much lower. 20%. 20% of Germans. Yeah. They're much, yeah. They are the Germans more honest people. Let's find out. Sounds like it. it as we play. Like I don't trust Americans. As the Mind Funk. Mark. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Uh, going really well. How are you? Oh, good. Do you okay. trust Germans more than you trust Americans? Mm, depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Right now, I'm, we're, I don't trust Americans. If it's that, war, if it goes that whole World War II thing, I'm going to pick the side of the Stars and the Stripes on that one. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's been a few decades. Yeah, you just had to go there, didn't you? I've never, you can't win that. Listen, argument. that's your legacy, Germany. I'm sorry. <laughs> and sausage. Mm-hmm. Make some good sausage. All right, buddy. Uh, 69% of Americans say it's okay to steal this. Only 20% of Germans say it. Uh, I'm going to guess hotel room towel. Wow. Wow. Good job. Good it's actually anything from a hotel. What? Oh, oh, I thought it was specific. We're, no, no. It's, it's anything from a hotel room, really. Oh, okay. Anything, so never mind. You're a winner. Anything from a hotel room. Yeah. Toiletries. Oh, okay. We were talking about some other stuff. Yeah. Some people like to steal uh, light bulbs, which I thought was really interesting. I've never taken a light bulb. I've taken this, the soap, and I've taken, like, coffee cups. Where do you draw the line, Mark? Uh, you know, I think, I feel like the soap and the little bottles of shampoo, those are complimentary. I, I would certainly hope they don't leave those there, you know, like a bottle of soap right, or a bottle of shampoo. I'm not going to use that thing if somebody else has used it, probably. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm Yeah. Uh, you know, are the paper cups they put 
Oh, paper cups, that's fair game. Yeah, paper yeah. cups. Pa- you can make you can make a cocktail in those. You can make co- whatever coffee. Whatever. I think if you're if it is meant for one time oh, yeah. use while you are staying at the hotel, like the soap, like the shampoo, like the conditioner, like the lotion, the paper cups, um, whatever those things are that you would use in one time. Yes. Now, if it comes down to towels, robes, bedding, light bulbs, like you'd mentioned, Jeremy, that's a no no. You can't go to that territory. We did yeah, the. Uh, I believe we, that's going to cross the line. Yeah, we uh, went to. I it was some like uh, Ramada type place, and uh, it wasn't a Ramada though. I can't remember the name of it, but they had the coffee in the room, right? And then they, you open up those bags, and it's like the it's like a giant pod. It's not like a, a Keurig. It's like a, a paper filter. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. Can I get ten more of those? Because we for, we were going camping the next day. We stayed at the hotel that night. We showered, and then we were going to go camping. So we we had two rooms, and we each had ten of those. We had coffee for the whole trip. I was hey. like, <laughs> Said to heat up water. We really, it's great. We really like our coffee at this Ramada. <laughs> oh yeah, we're drinking a lot of coffee. Uh, you know, it's sad because you mentioned the light bulbs, Jeremy. That's something I would never even have thought of, but now the seed has been planted. <laughs> Why would you take light bulbs? They're not that expensive. And you don't know how long they've been on. That you can't find anymore. Exactly. Yes, those fancy iridescent light bulbs. Like if it's something that I'm like, wow, that could look good in my house. I might be like, hey, why would I bother going to the hardware store to buy these? I could just take it from the uh, from the fixture here. I think, uh, I, I, I think I'm thing, nothing weird about that. <laughs> what about the Bible? Does it does it say if they steal the Bible? Because I think you're just asking for bad karma. Yeah, I wouldn't do Bible, that. But, yeah, but they're always in the rooms. They're always in the rooms. And t- how long is it going to be before cancel culture does not allow for a Bible to be in a hotel room anymore? And, and I don't ever read it. I don't pick it up. But I mean, it's always there. Hopefully, they how don't long? dig that deep. Yeah, I think. Uh, before they do that, they're going to probably like push to have like every single religion's version of the Bible yes. in the hotel room. Just fill up the entire room with Bibles. Yeah, until the hotels are like, we can't afford this. Like, this is ridiculous. We can't have a library. We can't have all these. We can't yeah, have a library have a bookshelf in every in room. <laughs> uh, congratulations, bud. You're going to go see Don Felder. Hold on the line. We'll get you all dialed in and set to go. Uh, 38 special, and the Foo Fighters are on the way. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. So announcement came out yesterday that the Foo Fighters are going to suspend the rest of their 2020 tour since the death of Taylor Hawkins. They had a date scheduled around the world through December. The official statement was, um, we're sorry for and share in the disappointment that we won't be seeing one another as planned. Instead, let's take this time to grieve, to heal, to pull our loved ones in close and to appreciate all the music and memories we have made together. Um. So, going back to our full question the other day, reading the tea leaves, do you think that the Foo Fighters will get another drummer and continue on based on that after twenty twenty two? Oh, I definitely do. Yeah, I definitely do. I think they'll they'll regroup and take some time, and they can. So, uh, then they'll get back out on tour and they'll have a new drummer and. They'll probably introduce the drummer, but they're not going to make a big deal about it, and they'll just go on being a great band. That's what I think, but we'll see. Who was the original drummer of the Foo Fighters? It wasn't Taylor Hawkins. It was the guy from Sunny Day Real Estate. Is he still alive? 
But they had like a nasty falling out between like Dave Grohl and and uh, and, and this dude, William Goldsmith. He was only the Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters drummer for two years, and um, and then Taylor Hawkins took over uh, shortly after uh, he he had started. And um, yeah, did they did they give old William Goldsmith a call up and say, "Hey, what do you think? Get the band back together?" Yeah, you know that's tr- that's tough. That's a tough thing. Do you try to go out and poach another drummer? Um, obviously, somebody's going to be poached from something. But I mean, do you try to go out and get somebody that is? Um, that's I'm trying to think of some really good drummers. I, you know, who I would go get and test him out is Phil Collins' kid. Phil Collins from Genesis. They just finished their tour. Um, he the, the kid was on the tour with them. He's an amazing drummer. I've seen him personally, and I've, I'll give him the two, two thumbs up, even though I know nothing about this. But I know that he's good. I mean, you can listen and hear and and talk to people and be like, wow, that work in the music business and say, this kid is out, out of, it, it's insane how good he is. And he's like 19, 20 years old. There is... Um so many videos of people who have been fans of the Foo Fighters that they will invite up on stage uh, to play drums during a song and they do a, a, a decent enough job of playing the drums during the song because their songs are so popular and uh, people that are fans of the band are super fans and um, for whatever reason drummers tend to gravitate towards the songs uh, what if they get a fan to do it I mean that's a possibility Oh, they were talking to a nine-year-old girl the other day um, prior yeah, to no, Taylor no, that's Hawkins. That's cute at a yeah. show for one song, Jeff. That doesn't mean they're going to. No, that's not going to happen. They're not going to get a journey. They're not going to. You're not. They're not going to replace Taylor Hawkins. All right, who was, you know, uh, one of the faces of the band outside of Dave Grohl with some like cute little fan contest. I, I don't see that. like a fourteen-year-old kid, <laughs> yeah, or a thirty-year-old guy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think you got to go get somebody. But, and I don't know. You know, drummers don't always get the, you know. And, and, and all the drummers that I know of, I think they're all over the hill anyways. You know, they're not in their prime anymore. Drummers? Drummers are in phenomenal shape, dude. Like, have you ever seen a out-of-shape drummer? I don't think I no. have. I, 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 can, I can seriously go through the short list of rock bands in my mind and think man those drummers because you think about like they always say that nascar guys like sweat off like seven pounds of uh of water weight during a race that's what makes them athletes like what what about what about drummers drummers have to be athletes they're always moving their arms moving their legs moving their arms you know and it's like using their core for you know for for taylor hawkins it was for two hours a night you know, because that's how long their sets would be. You can see the video over at KZOZ.com, the last performance. What about Tommy Lee? He's in great shape. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's approaching old and washed up, but I, I think out of that band, he's probably the best. I mean, if you're going to pull anybody out of that band to play in another band, I think that's probably the guy you want, right? Wouldn't that be a huge coup? Um, Molly Crew right. getting back together, uh, gonna go out on tour, all this stuff, and then all of a sudden the Foo Fighters like, hey, do you want to come? doesn't even know the lyrics of the songs anymore. <laughs> I mean, come on, are you kidding me? Go play with the Foo Fighters. <laughs> what about Travis Baker? Barker, sorry. Oh, the guy from Blink 182? Good drummer. <laughs> Baker, 
the hell's wrong with me? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I was, I'm just kind of looking at an article. This is, uh, uh, dot com, and they have a, a list of uh, people that they think would be qualified post Malone. Is that a drummer? I don't know. I don't know what a post Malone is. I don't know. I, I've heard of him, but I don't know anything about him. Chick Chick Bouncer oh. writes in on the eight hundred five beer text line. She says, "Does Jeff say athletes? I do say athletes. Is it, is that not the correct way to say it?" Is this supposed to be it's athletes? Athlete. It's athletes. Yeah, you don't really pronounce that a. It's, it's athlete. It's athletes. Yeah, you're an athlete. Yes, I turn it into a. Three you're not si- an athlete. I turn it into a three syllable word. Chick chick bouncer. That? Give that person a prize. Give them something because I appreciate. Can we give her? Because uh, uh, you loved. If I if I say PP and J, you you call me out, which is fine. But where did she go? Can we get I, I Can we her get her a, a, a check ledger? Um, since she's the chick chick bouncer. There she goes. <laughs> I mean, let's give her something she can use, right? Can we yes, get her? Let's can give we get her something? Thank you for pointing that out. An app uh, to her bank so she can keep track of her uh, <laughs> finances a little bit better, so she's not bouncing checks all over San Luis Obispo County. Hey, let's get a let's get a poll question going. Um, we could do this. Oh my God! Oh what? We gotta, and, we gotta, and, we gotta and, throw up Tommy Lee, and we gotta throw up Travis Barker. And then uh, we'll let we'll also let anybody text in and maybe you know let us know who who should fill in who should take over for Taylor Hawkins after they take their break and they have some time to process and then they come back. Right now, I've, I've, I've those are the two right now: Travis Barker from Bleak One Eighty Two or Tommy Lee. And I think I would love to see Tommy Lee on the kit for the, those. Well, guys. what if neither of them fun. want to do the job? You know, well then that's fine. I'm just we're just having a conversation here. All right, it's not like we get to pick. <laughs> Greg Garman, who the hell is that? No, if no, do you know who Greg Garman is? No, you, write, write in what band he's in, and if he's in some band in Santa Maria or Paso Robles, no, that's not going to fly. It's got to be like somebody they would actually consider. Okay, well, Greg Garman is a Googleable drummer. He is from Morro Bay, so there you go. Yeah, he is sorry, been, your buddy's your buddy's not getting in the band. He's been, okay, he's been the filter drummer since 2019, and uh, prior to that, he was the drummer for Selena Gomez. So there, Jeremy, don't 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 oh, be selling Selena Gomez. Don't be selling wow. don't be selling uh, Greg Garman short. Okay, I wouldn't. Mind, okay, I'm sorry. I, I did mind. not know that you led with Morro Bay. I thought it, you know I didn't know he'd actually played in a real band. Let's see, let's see a local guy get into the Foo Fighters. Okay. <laughs> All right, Greg, never mind. We could actually probably, <laughs> Greg would probably talk to us. I know Tommy Lee and Travis Barker are not going to. He's a pro, according to Chick Chick Bouncer. <laughs> okay. Boy, she's active today. Holy 93.3 God. KZOC rocks the 805. All right, hashtag more of this BS, but everybody seems to be talking about it, and this is what we call things we didn't get to. So Jim Carrey now voicing his opinion on... The hashtag Oscar Slap. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless, en masse. It really felt like, oh, this is a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore. 
If you want to yell from the audience and disapprove or say something on Twitter or whatever, you, you do not have the right to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words. It came out of nowhere because Will has something going on inside him that's frustrated, and I wish him the best. I really do. I don't have anything against Will Smith. It was just a selfish moment that cast a pall over the whole thing. Interesting when we talk about like being unstable because Jim Carrey's definitely had his moments. Yes, yes. Uh, it's kind of funny how this has turned into a comedians versus actors uh, war. It's, or it's, it seems like it's starting to shape up that way because a lot of comedians came out and denounced what happened immediately. Uh, they're like, this is crap, man. I mean, this guy's trying to do his job and that is to do comedy. And uh, then you have to worry about somebody coming up and hitting you based on uh, the comedy. It was a mean, hateful, spiteful joke, too. I mean, think about it. I mean, G.I. Jane has not been in the... I mean, if G.I. Jane had just come out, okay. But, I mean, just randomly pick on her because she's there? I I don't know. I I, kind of thought back about it, and I thought, I just think, man, I bet he would take that back if he could, if if it's real. I still think it's fake. So, by the way, he's he sold out so many shows. Chris Rock has sold out so many shows now that he's, uh, you know, and, and his clubs that he's playing aren't that big, but he's doing very well. You know who I want to hear is OJ. Hashtag here comes the juice. Hey, look, it was unfortunate. I I, I think Will was wrong. I understood the feeling. Now, uh, in my life, I've been through a lot of crap, and I was raising two young kids, and every comedian in the country had an OJ routine and don't think I wouldn't want to be slapped a couple of those guys but you got to accept it's, it's humor but I, I I don't know I don't get it. I know this after what happened to me in Las Vegas if I would have done that in front of a billion people watching around the world they would have given me life without I'm just saying hey take care the juice. It's probably true, actually. I mean, they were they were just looking for an excuse to throw him into jail. Yeah, uh, you know, I I got tired of Twitter in the last year, but I used to love watching his Twitter feeds. Uh, Eight oh five beer text lines hashtag uh, Foo Fighters. Frank writes in. He says, "Hey, regarding the Foo Fighters, why doesn't Dave just get back behind the drums again?" Well, he's the front of the band. I mean. I guess you could sing and drum at the same time, but so I, I was reading into maybe, the, they, maybe they will, maybe they will. I was reading into the William Goldsmith uh, departure of the band, and you know what happened? The long and the short of it is, like William Goldsmith was not meeting the standards of uh, Dave Grohl's uh, when it came to his drumming, so uh, he would have him like recut takes like ninety six times and one 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 song he was in there recutting the uh, the drumming uh sessions for it for thirteen hours and then um they take a little hiatus and then Dave Grohl went in and redubbed all of William Goldsmith's drum tracks uh, on on the album on their second album and uh William Goldsmith found out about that. He's like, why would I want to be in this band where this guy's a perfectionist and he's not going to let me do what I'm I'm hired to do and constantly come in and fix it? So he decided to leave the band, and that's when Taylor Hawkins came in. No word on whether or not Dave did the same thing to Taylor Hawkins or not. I'm not sure. I'm sure that has 
not the case. At least maybe in the beginning it was, but not now. Uh, hashtag, I don't think this is a surprise, but the Grammys are planning a big tribute to Taylor Hawkins. Uh, I don't know, that might get me to watch it. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely a, a Grammys person over an Oscars person when it comes to award shows, but I don't know. I'm just kind of done with all of it. They were scheduled to play at the Grammys. Obviously, probably not going to play now. Yeah, probably not going to. You're not going to see them for quite some time, right? Uh, let's see what else is going on out there. Today is National Doctors' Day. What are we supposed to do? But they don't get enough. Don't try to don't try to schedule an appointment. They'll tell you it's a month and a half from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Hope you don't die. Go to the emergency room. Oh, sure, because that'll cost me two grand just to walk in the door. It's also National Manatee Day. Doesn't affect us here, but I do like looking at those fat little blobby creatures down in Florida. I guess people swim with them sometimes down there. I would not. <laughs> they look like little bears in the water. Really? Uh, I don't think they bite. I think you'd be safe with a man. Yeah, I'm not, I'd be safer than with a dolphin. I'm not taking my chance. You ever swim with a dolphin? Have you ever swam with the dolphins? Yes, a couple times. Once in the wild. Did you ever go once in underwater? Captivity. Did you ever go underwater with a dolphin? Like you hold on and it takes you down? I did that once. That was a little unnerving. Yeah, the one in captivity I did. Um, the one out in the wild was, was a bit dicey. Uh, we were on a boat in Hawaii, and the guy's like, oh, check it out. These bottlenose dolphins want to play with us as we're driving in the boat. Do you guys want to jump in? And it was one of those moments where I didn't even think about anything. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll jump in with them. So there's about three of us that jumped in off the boat, and we went swimming with these dolphins. And they're like, we're swimming beside them. Obviously, they're swimming much faster, so we got to swim beside them for like a split second. And then they took off away from us. And then afterwards, I was like, hey, they ever, like, attack people or something? He's like, yeah, the ones in the wild will, you know, if, if they feel that you're a threat. So I was like, well, three people jumping in the water doesn't seem threatening? <laughs> yeah, they get the right in your gut. Yeah, they could probably do some damage. He said, yeah, but it doesn't happen that often. I was like, well, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the heads up, bro. Yeah, appreciate the odds the kid, on that. The kid uh, that maybe was, you get that first. The kid leading the tour was from Lompoc. <laughs> like, okay. Maybe I shouldn't have struck up a relationship based on geography uh, with the guy prior to him giving me ill advice and going swimming with a school of dolphins. Hashtag stepping away, Bruce Willis. This is just coming in, by the way. He says he's stepping away from acting for a while as his family reveals new health battles. Doesn't go into details of what that is, but we'll have to wait and see. Other little notes to take part in. Hashtag these notes. Uh, Sticks is going to be featured in the new trailer for the new Netflix series, Ozark. Not that that's a new series, but I think the new season. season. Yeah, new season. Ozark? New yeah. season. So you can look for that. And Joe Satriani, if you're a fan of the guitar... And his magic is going on tour. Nothing scheduled for the 805, but he will be in Los Angeles, Oakland, and surrounding areas here in California, if you're a Joe Satriani fan. So there you go. Anything else from you, sir? Um, yeah, there was one thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, hashtag give the little guy a chance. Lucretia writes in on the 805 beer text line for a replacement for Taylor Hawkins. How about a no-name good player looking for a break? That's what I want right there. A no-name good player looking for a break 
is what I need. Who's the little guy? Who's the little guy? The little guy, the no-name good player that's that's looking for a break. Give him a shot at the Foo Fighters, you know, like a guy that yeah. comes out of nowhere. Stop, that's nuts. You don't need to. You don't need to have a superstar in a band. Turn this that, up. That's that's not going to happen. You don't need to have a superstar in a band that already has superstars in it. It's not going to happen. Give the little guy a chance. But the fact that. Dave Grohl would have to go in and redub the previous drummer's tracks. <laughs> Tells me that a no-name little guy probably doesn't have the chops to hang with Dave Grohl and his band. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, think about what they that tried must that. Be like. They tried that once, apparently, with William Goldsmith. Yeah, what if they do a reality show on TV to replace him? No, no I did. I'm I did man, like those rock being star. sarcastic. I, being sarcastic. I did like those rock star shows though when they did. The- yes. Actually, if the Foo Fighters were there and they, you know, tested, that would actually be good. Like the NXS one was very, very intriguing. Yeah, it was a pretty good one, too. All right, we'll be right back. We'll give away tickets to CCC Top. It's funny how they didn't make a big deal when they're... Guitar guitar tech took over. He had had already grown the beard. It's like when you're so old and... (laughs) (laughs) Do we... Yeah. You knew about ZZ it. Top is at Vina Robles. We're going to give away tickets next if you know the show. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Listen online at KZOZ.com. It's time to play Know the Show with Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. KZOZ. All right, Know the Show, 805-543-3693. How about ZZ Top? Vina Robles Amphitheater on May the 29th. Tickets available at KZOZ.com, but you can win them today and the rest of this week if you know the show right now. What was the name of the Japanese anime cartoon that Jeremy and I liked when we were kids? What was the name of the Japanese anime cartoon that Jeremy and I liked when we were little ones? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Somebody actually texted in right as right as we were saying it. It hit him too, and I was like, "Wow, that's that is damn good." Oh, it's Hot Mike Police. I don't know if you're still listening, buddy, but here's your opportunity: eight zero five five four three thirty six ninety three. We're giving away tickets to see ZZ Top. Know the show? Giving away tickets to see ZZ Top. We were talking about cartoons earlier that we watched as kids and we were talking about this one cartoon that was Japanese anime and uh, kind of like Speed Racer. What was the name then, of the we cartoon? Couldn't, we I, couldn't remember. We had to look it up. I feel as if though we should give an audio clue on this one. This is the show we used to watch. Had the big, um, looked like a battleship with a big cannon off the front of it. It's like built into it. Oh, man. It's cool. Oh, you're going to give it away. What are you doing there? You can't give it away. Holy cow. Turn that off. Whiskendar. Turn that down. Do you remember Whiskendar? Wait, that went over the air, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. All I did was all I did was turn it down in my headphones. Yeah, I thought I cut it out. Damn it! I just well, well I guess Jeff's giving it away today. It's good for people. There's a big eight zero five five four three three six nine three. The song just said the name of the cartoon, Japanese anime from the eighties. The first anime. Uh, I think Speed Racer might have beat it. A big clue right there. 
805-543-3693. If you know the name of the cartoon, <laughs> then you're going to know. Then you're going to go see uh, ZZ Top. Do you think ZZ this Top. person picked up on the clues? We'll find out. Hi, who's this? Yeah, I'm sure they did. Robert? Robert, what was the big cartoon we liked as a kid? I heard our star. That is incorrect. Jeremy, we're not the only one. I'm looking at the comments in the uh, YouTube feed for the theme that we just played. And this kid, this guy says, watching this as a kid in the 1980s was such an amazing transformational experience to me. It aired locally on our uh, station weekdays at 6 a.m. And I would set my alarm to wake up to watch it. At yes, 6 o'clock I used to, in the morning. Saturday, it was on a Saturday morning cartoons, and it was like at 5 a.m. at my house. And I remember getting up so early that the 700 Club was still on at like 4 a.m. And I would just sit there, and my mom would come down, and she's like, what are you doing down here? And I'd be laying on the floor of the blanket, and she's like, oh, you slept through it. It was on early. I'm like, you should have woke me up. Hi, who's this? Rick. Rick, what was the cartoon? You guys looking for Mighty Mouse? No, it's not Mighty Mouse. It was a spaceship. I just said it was a spaceship. It was a. It looked like a battleship. Mighty Mouse. No. All right. You know what? Let's forget. Let's forget it. No, you know, on. we could give it to somebody. Text in the correct answer. We have another person calling in right now. All right. If this person doesn't get it, we're going to give it to uh, the person that texts. I mean, come on. We just gave it to you five times in the theme song. Who's this? Robert. Robert, what is it? Starblazers? Starblazers is correct. Yeah, but Robert's not a Starblazers fan. Did you ever watch Starblazers, Robert? I've never heard of it. Yeah, see? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, you and know, I that's normal, too. Speed right? Racer. Our Star Blazers. Yeah, so you were a Speed Racer fan, you said? Yeah, but I'm, I'm older. How old are you? I'm 46, dude. I'm 52. See, we're right no. in the same wheelhouse. I mean, there's a possibility. I thought when I watched Star Blazers, I was a little young to be watching it, to be honest with you. So I could see somebody who's 52 being Maybe. In, in that area. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're only three years older than us. Hold on a second, Rob Robert. Robert, I like that. <laughs> You're gonna go see ZZ Top. Yeah. Congratulations. Ah, let's see. Kurt Olson's on the way in here. He's gonna keep you rocking throughout the rest of the day. Tomorrow, our friend Whitney will be in. It's Farmers Market tomorrow, so we'll be talking about everything that's going on there. There's some new nachos on the market. She sent me a text, a picture of. Made me really hungry. So uh, I guess we'll talk about that plus some of the other stuff going on at the Farmer's Market. Head coach Larry Lee will be in. They've been dominating in baseball, which is fantastic. And so they had a big win last night against Santa Cruz. He'll be on the show tomorrow. And we'll get some people to play Name That Classic Rock tune. Chick Chick Bouncer writes in. She says, you guys watch Star Blazers when you were kids? That is legit. So. <laughs> oh, all right. Sure. I thought it was pretty legit, but... Right on. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. 93.3 KZOZ rocks. Have a good morning. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.